Jesus, amen. Lord, we come before you giving you thanks, Jesus, for the opportunity, Lord, that you gave us, Lord, to sing to you and praise you, Lord, and to lift your name on high, Jesus. We can never repay, Lord, for all the things you've done for us, Lord, for the mercy that you show us every single day, Jesus, for your love and your kindness, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity, Lord, to worship and praise you, Lord. At this time, too, Lord, we'd like to ask you if you would be kind enough to bless the tithes and the offerings, Lord. Multiply them, Lord, for your vision, for the things necessary, Lord, to continue promoting your name throughout all of the world, Lord Jesus. And now, at this time, too, we ask you, Lord, to help us, Lord, to give all attention to your precious word, Lord, that you've given to our brother Gabriel, Lord, to give to us, Lord, that we may be attentive to it, Lord, and understand that it's it's a tool that's being given to us, Lord, to be able to utilize, Lord, to have victory, Lord, for the different things that are becoming our way, Lord. In your name we ask this, Jesus, and we thank you for all that you do. Amen. Amen, hermanos. God bless you, hermanos. Um, I'm going to ask Brother Gabriel to pass up, and he may take the service. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. God bless everyone this evening. No, no son muchos, pero sabemos que está el Señor aquí, amen. If we can put the title up uh, to the today's message, God bless the group. Um, the title says, uh, No puedo ganar la batalla de hoy si estoy centrado en la de ayer uh, o enfocado en la de ayer. Uh, cannot win today's battle if I'm focused on yesterday's, Amen. What we want to talk about is we want to talk about uh, struggles and, and overcoming uh, just different obstacles that we sometimes encounter, amen? Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know who this message is for this evening, brothers and sisters, but, you know, if it's for you, let's shout an amen tonight. Amen. Oh, man. Let's try that one more time, amen? I don't know who this message is for tonight, but it's, if it's for you, let's shout an amen tonight. Amen. It might not be for you. Some of y'all didn't say amen, so you've already proclaimed that it's not for you tonight. So praise the Lord for that. But for those of you that is for tonight, for those of you that want something from God tonight, you know, we don't see people in the Bible receiving from God without fighting to receive from God. If you see the healing, if you see the, pro the progress, look at Lazarus had to die to receive from God. Woman was struck with blood disease and was crawling to touch God's hem to receive from God. So if you are expecting something from God without the struggle or without the fight, then it's cold outside. You might want to go warm up the car because this might not be for you, for you tonight. Because you're still stuck on something that's not allowing you to even approach what's promised to you in front of you. See, the problem is with us is mentally, we sometimes lose our battles before we encounter them. I've encountered that many a times when I'm going to go on a diet. Sounds good. The thought was good. But the cravings come. Can I get an amen to that at least? I guess nobody here 
man, I could, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to hit all aspects tonight to see if maybe somebody will hit a hobby that somebody's involved with and they'll just crochet. Hallelujah. I don't know. It might be a weird one tonight, brother and sister, but we're going we're gonna to work hard. You know why we're going to work hard? Because when the body's fatigued, the spirit overtakes You ever gone through something and they ask you, how you doing? And you say, oh, I'm doing better. Sometimes we just get stuck in the doing better. And our rest of our life is doing better. But we're not at the capacity or at the fullness of what we were. We're just doing better. How many of us are just doing better. You see, without even saying anything, it's because I shook a lot of your hands and I don't want y'all freaking out. I was sick Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday. I think I had the flu. And, and there was a state there where I didn't know what was going on with my body because I was all achy and it wasn't stomach this time, Gabby. Gabby seeing me do the, that dance again, and she, she experienced that one with me. This one was just my body just hurt. But come 3 o'clock on Tuesday when that went away, I was like, oh, praise God. I felt the difference. I, I felt the difference of shivering to, well, that went away, and my pain went away to where... I was able to withstand. But I got to work today, and I don't know how I got to work. In the morning, I got in the parking lot, and I was like, how did I get here? Because my body was still stabilizing itself. And I wasn't at my best, but I was doing better. And I'm at that balance point right now, right? Still congested. Don't have any sickness, though. I shook hands. I had already told you, and I'll wash you. And every time I blow my nose, I try to, as I told y'all, Lorenzo will remind me, I told y'all to stay away. But I don't want to get stuck in the doing better. I don't want to get stuck in, I'm feeling all right. I want to be reminded, pinnacles, the best. I want to reach God's fulfillment in my life. And I feel, brothers and sisters, that sometimes we come here and just the feeling better. Ah, doing all right. But is it hallelujah anyhow? We get, we, we get, we get the hallelujah anyhow, don't we? Like that's going to cover it for us. And we got to fight through struggles. And we got to make sure that we're prepared to receive. So when the question is asked, can I get an amen for who this message is for tonight? It it, it would just behoove us, not because I'm preaching, but that the word of God is going to be spread out like a seed that we would all say amen with an urgency. So 
wisdom comes by us paying attention to what's being asked of us, but also by our spirits being prepared to receive from God tonight. So brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask us to say amen. And my mic didn't even want, want to work on that one. I'm going to ask us to say amen and shake some devils tonight. Oh, come on. One more time. Oh, man. We struggling. Are we struggling? Amen. This is a struggle tonight. Praise the Lord for that. Because if it was easy, everybody would do it. I want to read this, this statement right here. A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Did we get that? A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Let me ask you a question. Do you know a leader that goes by that? Yeah? Praise the Lord. I didn't say Philippians 4.16 and it says this, but it's just a common question I'm asking. Do we know a leader that follows that? Who would you say that leader is? Praise the Lord. So we got good guidance here, don't we, brothers and sisters? We, we got a good, we got, we got somebody that, that, that goes the way he says, that shows it, and that knows it. I mean, what, what a perfect example we have in Jesus. What a beautiful example we have in Jesus. Sometimes we're not sufficient in our strength, but we know he is. Some, sometimes we don't know the way, do we? We're confused. We're just like, what, God, I, I don't understand why this is all happening, but we know he knows the way. And he will show us the way always. Philippians 4.19 Oh, I, I want, I, I love, I love when the atmosphere is, is, is bleak. I love when, when it was hard and it was, and, 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 and we almost felt like we're going to get something when we were prepared to bring something. I, 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 I like, I like, I like, I like, I like challenge. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me. Maybe that's why I'm, I, I lost my hair so quick when I'm so young. And just, it confuses a lot of people. Gabriel, how can you, because maybe this has been my life always, is just the, the battle. So it doesn't, it doesn't scare me when, when I don't see the excitement. It doesn't scare me. It excites me because I know God has something for us. We read here, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So we know that God is rich in what? We know he can supply our needs by the testament that we see in Jesus. We see Jesus here. And some of us, again, not if this is your first time to church and 
And thankfully, I'm looking across, and it's nobody's first time to church. You would say, well, you know, Jesus, you know, what, what the cross, I mean, he, that wasn't really a challenge. I mean, he, I'm sure he could, you know, he's God. He could have just numbed himself when he went through this. A lot of us, you know, could naively say a statement like this. But we see here the statement saying strength that he had to carry, to hang on a cross is what he'll supply for us. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you came with today, but I, my, my little flu, my little stint, my little 24 hour, whatever it was, doesn't seem like much now. When I start thinking about crucifying myself on a cross. I mean, I think we all would pick a 24-hour bug over death of a cross, a physical cross. But the Word of God says here that he is prepared to supply our needs just like he did. Christ, what is your need tonight? What is your need tonight? I mentioned on Friday, I mentioned on Friday, we're going to keep it real simple so don't, the kids can stay here tonight and the youth. Kids, listen, pay attention. There's going to be a quiz at the end. Snow cones and ice cream cones, maybe, from your parents. They ain't going home with me, right? My kids are going to hold me to it, too. That's the only problem. On Friday, I said, we pray for what we're in, but we're not praying for what's next. You know, we we, got to start challenging our faith. We're so stuck in in, in what we're stuck in. God knows that. When we start challenging our, 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 our future path, our path with him, and saying, then, then God sees our faith. And that's where mountains are moved. But when we're constant on the, what's constant, then we're not seeing what's around the corner. And, and this is where wisdom starts to come in in our lives, brothers and sisters, is our God is not deaf. Can I get a Hallelujah. Our God doesn't need it to be repeated to him. Can I get an amen? Amen. I got one for you. Our God is not forgetful. Can I get a praise praise the Lord? Because see, when we start to think of those things, then it makes it kind of humorous, even though we're going through something, that we fail to remember that when we're asking him. And, and it makes it easier for us not to go to God with something that we've gone to him before, but to say, God, you know what I've asked for already. You know what I need before I need it. Now I want to start praying for what's in front of me, not what's behind me or not what's holding me. This is what we called amplified faith. 
It excites me when we start to challenge our faith, when we start to stretch the faith, when we start to pull it and say, God, I, you, you showed me things, God, and I don't want to just get stuck. I want things to move. I want things to move, God. You can make them move, Jesus. And you're going to supply my needs. According to the glory Glory to your riches in the glory of Christ Jesus. Oh, God, you did so much for us. You loved us so much, Jesus. Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, it's there, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, you're scratching the surface. If you're starting to kind of say, okay, okay, I'm seeing something here. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Don't get, don't get lazy. Don't get lazy. You're scratching something right now. Okay, okay, that was pretty. That was a good little analogy that God's not, not, not deaf, not, not, not forgetful. That was pretty good. Get in it. Because God has something for us. I, I, I get excited again. I get, I get excited. I, this place doesn't have to be full for, to get me excited here. I get excited when it's a struggle. I get excited when it was a challenge today. I get excited when, 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 when health issues are there. I get excited when there's a lot of excuses. I get excited why I shouldn't be praising God. I got that migraine. I shouldn't be praising God. I got the bill collectors calling me. I get excited when I praise him during these things. Because this is what God wants from us. He wants from his people. Amen. You don't, you're not doing a disservice to, to the person up here that's, that's repeating this. We're getting stuck in something. Because we've decided to get stuck in it. There's no other reason. We want to challenge ourselves tonight, brothers and sisters. Jesus, help me, God. Help me, Jesus. I guess they're telling me to move on. They put the next verse up there. I blessed them up there. Brother Lorenzo must have went and told them up there. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Can, can, somebody, can somebody feel this verse tonight? Can you feel God saying this to you tonight? For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. So you see, he doesn't say, for I know the thoughts you think I think toward you. He, see, because see, we, 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 we're here and we're, we're just defeated. We're here and we're like, I'm not worthy. We can't praise God sometimes because we're not worthy. We're, we're, we're here sometimes and we're thinking that we think what? We know how he thinks about us. He just declares it right here. He goes, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. You don't know the thoughts God thinks towards you. That's where mercy and grace is so beautiful. Oh, man, if we, wouldn't some of us already be in hell? Some of us would have already been gone from this world if we would have thought God was what, what we, what we, Thought he was going to be, right? But we, then we experience God's mercy. And some of us here are on grace tonight. Who's here on grace tonight? Amen. Oh, come on. I guess I'll, come on. I mean, come on. 
You know, we're here on mercy tonight. Why are we here on grace and mercy tonight? Because we don't know his thoughts. But we keep on reading here. Saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. I, 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 like, I like that God puts himself in a position where he says, you don't know how I'm thinking, but I'm going to tell you that I'm thinking of peace, not evil. And to give you an end that you're going to be aware of. Not one that you'll be, boo, surprised. This is the advantage we have here, and yet we feel hopeless. This is the advantage we have here, and yet we seem despaired. This is where we have got to ask God for wisdom. To get away from what's holding us back or holding us and not see what's ahead of us. Jesus, help me see what's ahead. See, help me see what's ahead, Jesus. Jesus, help me see what's ahead. Romans 8, 28. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together. How many of us know this? How many of us know this? And we know that all things work together for who? Come on. Together for good to them that love God. For who? Do you love God? It's not that much time we're asking for this place to to get a little louder, a little more radical. Do you love God? You see, you see, some of us, even with just being asked to to cheer and do this, it's tough for us. I love God. Mm. 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 I don't need a clap to show that I love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. Sacrifice. There's a moment that we could just sacrifice the way we feel. Ain't nobody even paying attention to you. I like Anthony earlier today. He put that he put that camera on Ray Ray. There he is right there. Ray Ray just looked at me, he heard his voice. Ray Ray was praising God. Ray Ray, I saw you praising God. I messed up on the bass because I watched you. Because I loved it. He had no idea. You think it would have been different if he would have opened his eyes? Maybe. But some of us here. We don't want to praise because that brother up there is telling me to praise. I'm not going to praise. I don't praise when I'm told to praise. I praise when I want to praise. It's fine. Atmosphere. Is there? God's looking for a breakthrough tonight. And the only will break through is when we stop the consistency of expecting something to change without change in us. Well, you might have missed that one. You might have missed that one. It's important. 
It's important because we might fail to repeat it again. We need to stop the thought of wanting to change without change. What does that mean? You break habits by stopping something that you repetitively do. And the beautiful thing about it is, brothers and sisters, that every one of us here, we have hundreds of things that we could say we broke. But we may have the secrets that we haven't. We talked about it before, and, and we call them crevices, right? You heard me say crevice a lot. I don't know. Maybe it was 2017 thing or it's like crevices, just crevices. You hear crevice and you're like, oh, check the crevices. But we all have crevices. That sometimes we ain't got something that can get into there. And, and you can't see it until it's magnified. And then you see it. And you're like, oh, you got good lighting in here. That's pretty bright. But God, he sees it all. And we can't have the moments. Adam and Eve, where are you at, right? I'm in my crevice. You won't find me here. Adam and Eve, where are you at? Because God, because of the love he has for us, reaches the crevices. And I'm thankful for that, God. And, and, and the word of God talks about the flame sometimes making gold pure. And sometimes our crevice will only come out, will only allow things to come out of it with flame. And we talked about this when we talked about how long is your while going to be? I mean, I want my while. Again, I choose the, the, the 24-hour and, you know, the maybe day and a half of the flu. I choose that to be my while. The entire time that I'm tossing there, I'm like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. But what about when it doesn't? Help me, God, to know what it is. I've actually had people tell me, are you going to go see a doctor? Because now it doesn't seem normal. It's gone longer than the normal. Psalms 84.11. I like this one. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. What an interesting combination. I just read that. A sun and a shield. Anybody find that interesting? Kind of an interesting combination, right? Instead of a a sword and a shield, it was a sun and a shield. Pretty interesting. So, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. 
For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. We sometimes come here, brothers and sisters, because we, we're struggling with the uprightly. We, we, it, it, it's a struggle. We're, we're, we're all coming in from the same doors here, and the same world is out there for a lot of us. Some of us have different positions in life where, where it, it may not be as easy, but we cannot say it cannot be done. The moment we start to say that, then we've kind of defeated the purpose of not knowing what we can handle. We know it can be done because we have a leader that is guiding us, showing us, merciful to us. Oh, man, he's merciful to us. And, you know, and and, and there's some of us here, brothers and sisters, there's some of us here, you know, I'll hear testimonies when, when we stand up. And I'll hear things that, man, you guys are going through some stuff. It's, you're a mess. In the most beautiful way. Everybody's all scandalous. He just called me a mess. Your message. But you're here. I mean, there's some people, there's some people that are, you know, crying the tears at the bar there's some people that you know are just they they have struggles with other vices because of but you're here and see and this is the part we miss is that we're here and we don't take advantage of here there's an energy here god is here for your need he will supply you it says but again we're 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 confused. We made it here. Praise God. And I love the fact that that God chooses the mess. He chooses the clay. And I find myself to be clay a lot of the times as God's forming me and shaping me breaking me and molding me, putting me in the oven again. Little by little, I learn. I've got to just release and let him just take it. And I want to bring that arm down when he wants that arm to be what holds the cup. It cannot be my way. It has to be his. Time. Time. And I hope and pray, brothers and sisters, that we could show our kids how to speed up the process. Forgive me, kids, if I don't show you how to speed up the process. Forgive me if you haven't learned. I pray that God gives me the ability to discern myself so the desert's shorter for y'all. Exodus 6, speaking about the desert, let's go to Exodus 17, amen? So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill 
And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let it down, his hand, Amalek, prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy and they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon. And Aaron and her stayed up his hands, the one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the sun, until the going down of the sun. And Joshua, Joshua, orale Joshua. You know the story? Uh, your mom's got to tell you this story. This is powerful. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. What's powerful about this, brothers and sisters, we, Bible's perfect. The Bible's not just Bible stories and kids' classes, because when we become adults, some of us forget the stories, right? Kind of seems a little hazy. God bless the teachers that are constantly in it, because, I mean, the, the service should be exciting for y'all when you're like, man, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a great story. David and Goliath, right? That's the one we always go to. That's like the Always in your pocket, right? David and Goliath. Moses, the Red Sea, right? That's the other one. We got a good picture for that one. But how about Joshua doing what Moses told him to do by faith? I mean, he went and battled somebody. He wasn't supposed to win this. And the fact that a hand gesture, a hand gesture made him win the battle. You know, I mean, I wish we had some hand gestures, right? That just, or maybe we do. We just don't use it. This is the kind of faith that is going to move mountains. Is, 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 I don't specifically have to say we're going to all lift our hands up, brothers and sisters, and, and this week will be victory, right? We, we need to let the spirit guide us and, and for us to do uncomfortable things. Amen. It couldn't have been comfortable for Joshua to say, that's it. Can't you, can't you send some plague in front of that? Can, 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 can water engulf these enemies? And No, 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 no. This is all we're going to do. All right. No doubting Joshua. It didn't say there that Joshua hesitated. He went and did it. And brothers and sisters, we want to see something here. This is so important where we see God's mighty hand. We keep on reading here. We then go to Joshua 17. 17, 14. I might not have that one there. Praise the Lord. Joshua 17, 14. Let's praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. No problem. No problem. We'll go to Joshua right here. It's easy. It's right there in the front, right? Where's it at, kids? Right after what? Ah, no kids. Kids, adults won this time. Joshua 17, 14 reads. You got it there? And the children of Joseph. So now... What's interesting, I mean, kids, have you read the book of Joshua? Huh? Who's read it? Raise their hands. You've read the book of Joshua? 
Anyone else read the book of Joshua? That's a pretty, I'm telling you one thing. If you, if you haven't read it, all right. It's a pretty good book, isn't it? I mean, if you like sword fights, if you like, like walls falling down, you might not like that kind of stuff. It's not cool, I know. It's so enriched. With God starting new and the possibilities you have with Him. We start off Moses dying and not entering the promised land in Joshua. Joshua's first encounter, Jericho. And what's amazing about this is that God, I'm going to say it eloquent, so kids won't have questions for you. They're still going to have questions anyways. Uses a harlot to allow them to have victory over Jericho. What? And and this and this woman has safety. So we start to see God's grace and mercy being revealed here. I'm saying I, I, I like Joshua because you see, I like Joshua. He's like He's like, all right, all right, all right, you're good with me now. I like Joshua because you can see obedience when Moses asks, I need, you know, people to go see who these people are. And, and Joshua and Caleb are the only ones that come back and say, they're more than us, but we can take them. And God says, oh, man, woo. Either you're really cocky, Joshua, or, or you know who I am. You know what I'm about and the love I have for my people. So I like the book of Joshua because there's layers. And to me, layers are pieces that I find in my life that I need, Joshua. And we read here that they've gone through these challenges and now they're at the settling ground. That means they're in the promised land. That means that they are now where they're going to grow roots. And we start to read here in Joshua 17, 14. And the children... Of Joseph. Now let's let's just a little history right here because we got the kids here. The kids are awesome. How where are my kids at? Oh come on, that, where are my kids at? You go, woo! Where are my kids at? 
Oh, man, I gave you an opportunity, kids. You kind of blew it. Your kids, your parents were holding you down and all that. You could have shouted, Joseph. Let's talk a little bit about Joseph, right? Joseph. Does everybody remember the story of Joseph? What happened to Joseph? Sold by his brothers, right? Follow me, kids. Sold to who? Who? An Egyptian? That's good. You don't have to remember the name. I was, I was, I was hoping somebody was going to say it too, Velma. I'm glad you said Egyptians. Egyptians, right? And now, the people of Israel are where? In Egypt. Because of Joseph goes to Egypt, the people of Israel are saved because he prophesies about the famine. We're all following it, right? So now... Here's the promise that, and listen to what it says here, that the children of Joseph spoke unto Joshua. So, so we can all get a kind of a, 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 a glimpse of what this is. Joshua is now starting to cut the land into pieces. This one's yours, this one's yours, this is yours. And, and, it's, and it's amazing that the first people that, that, that are, are, are ahead of people are the people of the children of Joseph. It would make sense, right? Joseph was, okay, so we're just, just so you got kind of caught up on that. Spoken to Joshua saying, why hast thou given me? So Joseph's children asked Joshua, why have you given me but one lot? And one portion to inherit. Seeing I'm a great people, I am a great people. Seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto. It's a pretty reasonable question, right? Sometimes we kind of feel like, well, you know, brother, I've been here, been here a long time. I put my dues in, brother. You know, kind of feel like be more say here, so you know. I should have uh, VIP access to the lines when we eat. Just kidding. You got to pay for that. It's a monthly subscription. But you can see Joseph here saying, you know, hey, you only gave us a lot. We are great people. We keep on reading here. Amen. 15. And Joshua answered them. Sometimes we got to be careful how we say things, huh? How many of us sometimes when we say stuff, we contradict what we're asking for? Look at, what, look at, how, look at how Joshua just responds. It's like, oh, man, that was a perfect setup right here. Thank you for, for, for stating something because I'm going to just clarify something. And Joshua answered them, if thou be a great people. I didn't say it. Joshua said. You said it. I hope God's speaking to somebody here. So I hope we're not, you know, dozing off here. If thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Perizzites and of the giants in the Mount of Ephraim. If Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. So, hey, if that piece that I gave you, that I, that I allotted to you, is too small, 
Oh, you got some room behind it. I know you can't see it. But all you got to do is clear the land and take it. If you be that great people. And we read here what 16. And 16 says, and the children of Joseph said, that the hill is not enough for us. Woo! I, I got you, Joshua. I got you, Joshua. Nice try. Nice try about telling me to clear up that land. That's still not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron. So, so, okay, it's not that it wasn't enough for you. But now you're seeing obstacles. You're not seeing a resource issue. You're seeing challenges as an issue. So, that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of Bethshean and her towns and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. So it sounds like before the statement was made, they recognized what was around them. But confidently, the statement was made. We are a great people. And some of us can say, well, you know, when they say great people, that meant just, you know, back then that's how they said large. We just keep on reading here, amen. 17. And Joshua spoke into the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people and has great power. So I didn't hear them say that. But Joshua is now making them see something that they partially saw. He says, you are great, but you also have power. Thou shalt not have one lot only. That's a pretty powerful statement right there because you got to remember one thing. God has ordained Joshua Joshua has got them to the promised land. They are now dividing the map. They're not in the desert anymore. There's not sand in their chanclas. It's, it's greener on the other side right now. And so Joshua says, you ain't just got one lot. You're a great people with great power. Can you see it? Or are you stuck in Egypt? Because you shouldn't be in Egypt. There's nobody from Egypt that was in Egypt, that knew of Egypt, is here right now. See, that's the second thing. That's the second thing right there. It said what? Joseph's who? It didn't say Joseph. So when we get stuck, 
and something that we have no reason to be stuck in. Sometimes we need to hear the word of God telling us you are great and you have power and we've got to believe it. And we read here in 18, I want to hear that. I want to hear God tell me this. Look at what this says at the very beginning. Come on, bro. You know, I want to buy me a little piece of land, but I want God to say this. But the mountain, say what? But the mountain shall be yours. Thank you. Not a little acre, not a half acre. A quarter of an acre, the mountain that you see as an issue, as you see as a problem, is going to be yours because you're a great people and you have a great power. Shall be yours, for it is a wood, and thou. That's probably not the way you do it. That's a sword, right? Probably just one side. And thou shalt cut it down. And the outgoings of it shall be thine. For thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. Oh, 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 I like this. I like this. I like this because all the excuses came up. Even though I said I'm a great people, even though, even though I said all these things, all these excuses came up. Once the reality came in, I was like, I was hoping you didn't say that, Joshua. I was hoping you didn't call my bluff. I thought I had a good hand there, Joshua. Oh, but now you called out something that I said, which is I recognized that I was great. I just didn't recognize that I had the power. And you foresee what's ahead of me because I should have never recognized what held me back. What's holding you back tonight? Is something holding you back that should have already been overcome? Is something holding you back that only doubt, only doubt is what it is because God's word slays any kind of doubt. Help me, God. Give me knowledge, God, on how to, how to destroy doubt. We turn to Joshua 18.1. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh and set up a tabernacle of the congregation the, and the land was subdued before them. So right here, before all of this, <clears throat> before all of this, we had Joseph. And then after Joseph, we see the rest of the people, the land being divided. Amen. So that shows us something here, brothers and sisters. That if we want more. We may have to fight for more. What kind of fight do we have in us? 
think we got some fight in us. I, I honestly, I think we got some brothers and sisters here that it's just kindled. You know, the, the flames kindled, but I like you on my side if that flamethrower goes off. I think there's devils that are getting, devils might think that they got heat, but I think when we got some Christian believers here, I think we're, 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 we're cinching some. You know, I, I think we got to see it in us. I think some of us, you know, like I said, we came here all at different levels of how we feel. Some of us highly medicated. Other of us needing to be medicated. But all here with purpose. John 14, 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, what's beautiful about this, again, I'm asking this question, and, I'm, and I see the audience that's here. This is not something that's new to you. This is not even new to some of the children. Some of the children have done coloring things to this. Some of the children have done projects to this. This should not be new to us. But what happens is that we forget that we're being led by Jesus. The way we need to go. And we sometimes see the giants in the trees, but we don't see who's guiding us. And a lot of us, our testimonies are, are, are great when we, talk to, when we talk about challenges and how God overcame the giants in our lives. But yet, sometimes we get stuck with some. Something's holding us back. Something's hard to overcome. It's an emotion. It's a sentiment. It's a scar. It's something that we're, 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 we're refusing to let go because... It makes us feel alive to have something that hurts. And God says, I could take you to some places. I can have you seen things, see things that you've never seen before. Chairs are ready. If you don't think it's enough, just say it. And God wants to take us somewhere. And this verse right here says that he's prepared to lead if we're prepared to follow. We know the I am is who led the people out of Egypt. We know that I am is who will lead us out of our struggles. Acts 410. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Be it known unto all, be it known unto you all. I'm going to include myself. And to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ, <clears throat> of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God has raised from the dead, 
even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. Verse 11. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other. Oh, come on now. If you, if you, really, if you really got that, if, if, you really, if that really excited you about, about, about the God you serve, if, 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 if you know that your enemies may not be serving this God, if you knew, if you knew that the devil didn't want you to praise God knowing this, then, then there would be a little bit more excitement, a little bit more revelation in you today. Because look what it says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no name, there is none other name, there is none, there is no other name under heaven given unto man, whereby ye must be saved. Oh, come on. We, we, we got some saved people here tonight? We got some people that, 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 that have held on to the salvation promise here? What, what, what's holding us back? Is the mountain? Is it, is it not enough for you? Take it. It's yours, God says. It don't matter what you encounter. Take it. You are a great and powerful people. You gotta just see it. That God is with you, is for you. Second Corinthians 5:17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. You, you know what I like about this verse right here? This verse right here just severs the past. You, you, you know, kids, you know, if you're struggling, if you're struggling, be reminded that you got issues. If you're struggling with stuff, kids, if you're struggling with thinking that you are, you know, something, this is right here talking to you, kids. Young people, if you're struggling with the haunting past of, of what you've done, following you, the shadow, right here, look what it says. If you are in Christ, you're new. You're new. You're new. I don't know. Some people like vintage stuff. I kind of like new stuff. But you're new. It says you're new. And old things are passed away. Behold, all things, behold, all things are made new. What's holding us back? I'm getting on tomorrow and the battles that are to come. When everything's made new. Is it that? Is it is it the struggle? Is it sin? Sin sin? Sin is forgiven. We can pray for that, brothers and sisters. 
We're going to have an act of prayer here in a little bit where we're going to come up here and we're going to bury this stuff. I mean, this ain't no New Year's service, but we're going to bury some stuff here. We want to we want to start attacking what's in front of us. We want to start attacking, you know, not what was behind us or what's holding us today. We want to start avoiding what's coming where we can start taking ground instead of losing ground. Help us, God, to see this. If we turn to Philippians 3.13 as we make our way up to the front, brothers and sisters. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. It's a strong statement right here, Paul says. I don't want to get stuck in the muck. I don't want to get stuck. Come to the altar if you can. I don't want to get stuck in the in the muck of my past or even present struggles. I want God just to say, God, remove this, this bitterness, this hurt, this regret. You might be here today with regret. You know, I want to, I want to, I want the Spirit to guide me in, in, in just in, in what, 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 what's, what's the atmosphere is like, and and there could be some of us here tonight, brothers and sisters, where we see, we could see a young couple with children, and, and and we're just regretful that our children aren't here with us, and we're holding on to depression. And we're not letting God move stones, move mountains. We're not gaining ground because we're too regretful. And God wants to do something tonight. So, some of us, some of us might, might, might be seeing marriages that have been established and didn't see the valley of a marriage. But are only seeing What's the desire they have? Which is something that's, oh, you know, bless them. They, you know, they have this, they have that. I don't have that. But you're great and powerful. God has something for us tonight, brothers. It doesn't matter what your struggle is. It doesn't matter if it's unique from anyone else's. God has something for it tonight. There is power in his word. The allotment that he has for us tonight. I want to recognize what I could obtain with his strength. Brothers and sisters, there's power here tonight. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. Father. 